and you are, it seems to me, a, a cameras in the courtroom absolutist. And I, I wonder if you'd explain why. Yeah, I, you know, so the Sixth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution guarantees the right to a public jury trial. And what that means for a trial to be public, I think, is something that necessarily has to keep up with the times. In much the same way, for example, that the uh, First Amendment guarantees the right to freedom of the press, but that's not limited to members of the media who literally use a printing press to create their content, right? That includes people who, you know, bloggers, for example, or people on Twitter. And I think in the same way, if we're going to update and keep current the meaning of public, the idea that a public jury trial is one that if you happen to be lucky enough to get to a courthouse in time to get a seat for a, you know, a, a high profile trial, like, you know, one of the Donald Trump trials, then you get to see it. But if not, then you don't get to see it, um, I think is untenable. Much in the same way that there are all sorts of political con considerations or not with the trial dates variously as compared to election dates, for example, or the, the campaigning, there are sort of real world and flipply, I could say, show business implications of cameras in the courtroom in any number of these cases here in Georgia specifically. This would be the only televised or radio broadcast trial and with these defendants who are, you know, nothing if not media savvy, many of them, uh, you know, I wonder how you think it would go performative versus substantive for the information and the idea of things that people are getting. Yeah, no, listen, I get it. I mean, I, I was old, I'm old enough to remember the O.J. Simpson trial yes, yes. Uh, back in the mid 1990s. And a lot of people have said, you know, wow, that was just a, a complete circus and we don't want to see that again. I think that that one of the errors that people can make is to say that, well, you know, the Constitution is negotiable when it seems like complying with it would be sufficiently difficult right. or when it would have uh, costs potentially. And that's just not the way to think about it. If the Constitution requires a particular thing, then we do that thing and we figure out how to make it work. I really I just. I'm not persuaded by the idea that in the year 2023, we lack the ability to enable people to watch a trial that occurs in our courtrooms. Keep in mind, these are not courtrooms that belong to judges or belong to the, the judiciary or the justice. They are our courtrooms and they belong to us, the people. And the Sixth Amendment doesn't protect the right to some other kind of jury trial, a bench trial or a private trial or a trial behind the scenes, it protects the right to a public jury trial. And I would say the defendant doesn't have the ability, and I think the courts would agree with this, even if you, if you were a defendant and you said, you know what, I would prefer, I'd like to have the jury trial, but I don't want it to be a public jury trial. That's not permissible. The, the defendant does not have the ability to waive the constitutional requirement that the trial that they have exercised their right to be public. The Constitution commands that the trial be public. And again, I think in the year 2023, the idea that a trial is public as long as a couple of dozen people who happen to be able to get to the courthouse in time to get a seat get to see it, and nobody else gets to see it, uh, I just don't find that persuasive. I think it's untenable. I don't think it's it complies with the letter or the spirit of the Sixth Amendment. This particularly applies to federal courts where there are no cameras, no audio, even more restrictive in some ways in the U.S. Supreme Court, which has allowed at least audio of some of its arguments over the last decade, well, maybe 20 years or so. Um, 
Well, let me ask you a procedural question. Could a judge in, say, the federal court here in Macon, Georgia, say, I'm going to open this up to cameras? Is that possible? It's not. Uh, there is an administrative body that controls the federal courts called the Judicial Conference. Um, and the Judicial Conference currently says that judges are not permitted, federal judges are not permitted to allow cameras in their courtrooms. There have been a number of pilot programs where cameras have been permitted in certain federal courts for civil trials only. Those have produced kind of mixed results. Some judges liked it, other judges didn't. Uh, some, some judges think that, that we should uh, expand that and, and uh, allow cameras in the courtroom uh, for civil trials in general. Uh, so it's very much, you know, kind of, it, it's a matter of debate even among judges about whether it would be a good idea or not. But as to whether it would be permissible uh, for a federal judge to permit cameras in the courtroom, we know that the answer to that is currently no, it's not permissible. They would not have the discretion to decide that on their own. They would almost certainly be appealed and reversed immediately. Um, technically, the procedure is called a mandamus while the case is going on. Uh, but to a high degree of certainty, uh, even if a federal judge wanted to make uh, one of these trials public, um, they would not be permitted to do so. It's just not, uh, uh, it would be a violation of the rules that govern federal courts today. That will be interesting for people to hear. There are so many questions, procedural, yeah. legal, technical, that have come up during all this that uh, have never really been all that big deal, big a deal, at least here in Atlanta, Georgia before. So as a general matter, obviously, uh, from what we have discussed, you find that procedure, no cameras in the federal courts, just archaic. I do. I think, again, the, the Sixth Amendment guarantees the right to a public jury trial. And they put the word public in there for a, a really good reason, which is that uh, in order to, uh, for us to have confidence in the integrity of the criminal justice system and the procedures by which it determines whether somebody will be convicted of a crime and potentially sentenced to prison or even to death, um, the public should be able to see that entire procedure unfold. And of course, there's that old saying about the disinfecting power of sunlight and how uh, processes that are open to public scrutiny tend to be uh, more free um, of, of subterfuge and even corruption. Now, I'm not saying that I think that the any of the trials of President Trump would be corrupt, but I do think that all of us have a common stake in seeing how the courts go about our business. It's not their business. It's our business when they are adjudicating criminal charges against a fellow citizen. And I think the Sixth Amendment is really quite clear on this subject. It is a public jury trial. And that just doesn't, doesn't mean simply a small you know, uh, handful of, of, of people who didn't have anything better to do that day and were able to get to the courthouse early enough to stand in line and get a spot inside the courtroom. I just don't think in 2023 that is really what the Constitution means by a public jury trial. Two parts, sort of philosophical. If all of these trials, all four of them, if it comes to all four, end up in federal court and there's no sort of modern day audio or video record of them, what does that mean on the one hand for people now, many of whom urgently need to hear for themselves as evidence? And number two, what does it mean for posterity? Right. That's a great question. So the last federal criminal prosecution uh, or, or criminal trial, I should say, that I followed closely um, was the one of Elizabeth Holmes uh, in Silicon Valley. She was the one who had this blood processing technique that she, uh, you know, uh, claimed was going to revolutionize uh, the medical industry. And then she was ended up being uh, charged with fraud. Um, basically, what, what happened in that case, and it went on for, I think, about six weeks, is the media had to do a bunch of different workarounds and hacks. They would get transcript scripts, for instance, or they would have a reporter in the courtroom who would take notes, and then they would sort of try and reenact parts of the trial, or they would summarize it um, and, and say, oh, you know, you didn't get a chance to hear it or see it today, but I was in the courtroom, and here's what happened. 
and so that I think is what would happen uh, with the uh, you know a a trial of President Trump and and his potential co-defendants is we would essentially get somebody's secondhand take about what happened in court, what it was like to be there, what was the expression on the witness's face when they said or did a particular thing. Um, to some extent, we might have access to uh, same day transcripts. Sometimes those are available. Sometimes they're not. But I think all of that is a pale shadow compared to the ability to actually perceive ourselves what's happening in our courtrooms uh, when prosecutors who we pay for are going about our business of prosecuting a case in public um, and determining whether or not a person will be convicted of a crime. Again, that's not their business, that's our business. And the Sixth Amendment guarantees a right to a public jury trial. That's one that we, the public, get to see while they go about our business of deciding whether to convict a fellow citizen of a crime. Last question, Ben. Um, it's funny, we're in 2023, well into the 21st century. It's almost true that history and technology has passed by the federal courts in particular in terms of not having any technology in there. We're to the point where you could put it on TikTok, you know, that kind of thing, or or have uh, the court reporter live tweet the trial. That's flip, but that kind of thing. It's funny that some of these, in your view, haven't even moved into the 21st century, much less the, the second quarter of it. Oh, this problem is easily solved. Trust me. Um, if, if Congress passed a law uh, tomorrow saying that courts in which cameras are not permitted in public uh, or, or broadcasting a trial is not permitted, the judge of that court will only receive 10% of their annual salary instead of 100%. <laughs> um, I predict that you would see this problem solved within months, if not weeks, uh, because guess what? It is technically feasible. It is manageable. It might be a heavy lift. It might be a challenge. Um, but this is all really just a question of incentive and motivation. And if Congress gave the federal judiciary the proper motivation, I have every confidence that we would see these problems solved almost immediately. And we, the people, would be once again able to, to, to watch the public jury trial that the Sixth Amendment guarantees and that is our business. We pay for these trials. We pay for these courts. And we pay for these judges. They're not about their business. They're going on about our business. And we have a right to see how they do it.